0: we also would love to connect with you on our social media on Instagram and Twitter at KC Ottawa and Facebook at Facebook slash Kingdom Culture Ottawa. We pray that you would experience God today and be encouraged through today's message. Enjoy! Hey, Kingdom Culture family, good morning. So good to be here with you all this morning what a privilege i say this every time but it is a great privilege to share to be able to share the word of god with our casing family i love our church i love our casey fam we i can say that in this last season uh if you had the opportunity of coming to one of the live experiences at cineplex that happened at a different time in 9 30 a.m you have been feeling the presence of God in an amazing, different manner. I'm sure, like here also online, uh, through YouTube, people have been receiving. We gather testimonies. We receive testimonies. We need people at Cineplex that came through our YouTube channel. But man, the presence of God and the environments of the presence of God at Cineplex at 9:30 every Sunday has been so powerful. I just wanna uh, say thank you for our team, everybody that that is involved, that is helping there on a Sunday basis, or you're scheduled once a month, twice a month, whatever it is. Thank you so much for your amazing effort in the season. I know that our teams make make the difference, and we create room for people to encounter God As we, as it is my prayer this morning, that you encounter His presence, that you encounter, that you receive from what He wants to speak to you this morning. So I was praying for this week. I was praying, what, God, do you want me to share? And one verse kept coming back to my heart. It was 1 Corinthians 2.9. Eyes have not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things in which God has prepared for those who love him. 1 Corinthians 2.9. How many of you believe that God has an amazing plan for your life? I believe it how many of you are parents don't you want the best for your children as a parent of course I want always the best for my kids and I was thinking of something who made this phone here it's an Apple phone so it was made by Apple who's the number one interested that this phone works properly it's Apple right correct you got the answer correct Apple is even more interested that this thing here works And all the functions on the phone, not only the phone, who people barely use to call anybody anymore, but also data is working, all the apps are working, the phones not keep crashing, the battery is lasting. Apple is the number one interested in the success of their own phones. And that's the same with God. God is the number one person interested in your success. Yes, Jesus wants you to be successful. And sometimes, we forget that. We forget who's in our corner, who wants us to be successful. And there are many things that God has prepared for you that we have not leaves yet or not touched yet. And you have been tracking with us. You heard a message from Pastor Sean when he was talking about the, 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 the soils, the parable of the soils. And he talked about 30, 60, and 100 fold. And the 100 being the full potential. I believe that God wants you to walk in your full potential. He's the number one interested in your full potential. And He's inviting you. And I see three characteristics here in this very verse that mentions so that we can be prepared and understand and realize and walk into the things that God has prepared for us. The three main characteristics of those things are that eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, and it has never penetrated any human hearts. But I love the following verse that says, but God has revealed them through his spirit for the spirit searches all things. Yes, the deepest things of God. God granted us Holy Spirit so that we could walk into our full potential. The more you search, the more you spend time with Holy Spirit, the more you're going to walk in this reality. You know, last Sunday, uh, we were with some of our team members and I was praying for this couple and God gave me a word for them. Um, And the word that kept coming back to me was the word extraordinary. And I've been thinking about that word during this week. And yes, God called us to live an extraordinary life. And I love Acts seventeen six, a passage that talks about Paul and Silas. And listen to these verses of people giving a report once they heard Paul and Silas were coming to them. Say, these, I'll actually go back a little bit on the beginning of the verse 6. But when they did not find them, they dragged Jason and some brethren to the rulers of the city, crying out, These who have turned the world upside down have come here too. Who wants to turn the world upside down? I want it. I want that for my life. And I believe God wants that for you. He called you with an aspect of His glory. There are things inside of you, an uniqueness that He placed inside of you that could be brought forward so that we can turn the world upside down, so that we can continue to invade the world and bring God's kingdom to this earth. God is calling us for that. And did you know that 35 out of the 50 bestseller movies are movies about superheroes? Do you know why? Because the world is hungry for the extraordinary. The world is hungry for the supernatural. The world is, the creation awaits, the manifestation, like Romans 8 says, of the sons and daughters of God. Because we carry that, we carry the extraordinary, we carry the impossible inside of us, we carry the supernatural inside of us, and God is calling us, and I want to speak into that this morning, the extraordinary kingdom, and my hashtag is sight versus vision, because I think the number one battle that we're going to be seeing is the battle of our eyes. Who's ruling over our eyes? Is it our sights, our natural sight, or is it our vision? If you look at the life of jesus jesus only did what he saw his father doing jesus didn't look at the circumstances he didn't look at the social status of people he didn't look as the as a blindness as an impossibility he didn't look at the social status of somebody he didn't look to their position no he saw the ability of god the goal that god has placed into their life and they call those people to align into the reality of the kingdom. And I believe that God is calling you and I just for that same reality. And I love Proverbs 4 as well to give basis to what we're exploring. And we relate also to 1 Corinthians, the passage that we read. And it says, My son, give attentions to my words. Incline your ears to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your hearts. You notice the three elements in here give attention to my words incline your ears to my savings do not let them depart your heart eyes and keep them in the midst of your hearts i want to focus today on do not let them depart from your eyes jesus only did what he saw the father doing And it's so crucial that we understand the benefits of having vision in our lives. And number one of today, I want to explore three different benefits of having vision of God in our lives. Number one is vision positions you. It gives you direction. Do you know what happened after Jesus was resurrected? He came to spend time with his disciples, casting vision to them. Do you know for how long? 40 days. Man, wouldn't you want to be in those rooms with Jesus for the 40 days that after his resurrection, glorified Jesus was on earth, sharing, casting vision. Man, I wish I was hearing some of those conversations. And look at Acts 1-3, it says, To these he also presented himself alive after his suffering by many convincing proofs, appearing to them over a period of 40 days. He's speaking of things regarding the kingdom of God. 40 days of casting vision on the kingdom of God. That's what Jesus did to the disciples. Do you know why? Because he was preparing them for the next step. He said, you're going to wait and stay in Jerusalem. Wait, and Holy Spirit's gonna come over you and he's gonna guide this next season. You guys are gonna go to the ends of the earth. You're gonna make disciples all over. You're gonna heal the sick. You're gonna have the power of God moving in and through you. And that's the same calling for us that God is putting in our hearts to go and to multiply and to invade the kingdom, to to present to the kingdom of God to his people, the signs and the wonders, that's the vision that Jesus came and it was casting over his disciples. I love Proverbs 29. It says, When there is no vision, the people perish. But he that keepeth the law, happy is he. The word for perish here on the Hebrew is the word of lack of discipline. Wow isn't it powerful vision is gonna give me that do- the goal and without vision i lose discipline imagine you are just gonna say and i'm entering into that journey again personal life i can share that with you i want last year I lost over 20 pounds and for some circumstances this year i gained most of it back and i'm entering that journey again hoping that will not perish, but I don't wanna lose vision. I have vision for losing weight. So with the vision comes the discipline of choosing what you're gonna eat. And it's gonna come also a battle between what you see, what's in front of you guys for me in my personal journey i struggle i love ice cream so if i see ice cream i'm going to begin to desire ice cream so but if i remember that i have a vision that i want to lose weight i'm going to be able to have that ability to say no to ice cream so that i can pursue in the vision that i want that i know it's going to be better and best for my health so i want to compare a few things that in this battle between sights and vision and bring a little bit under point number one, exploring the differences between sights and vision and this scratch that is between them. The first one that I want to say is sight sees roadblocks, but vision sees opportunity. God, when he puts a vision inside of you, what is he doing? He's inviting you to experience something new. Have you ever been in church on a Sunday or in a conference or together with a group of your friends? You guys are praying and you feel the power of that moment. You feel encouraged by God. And the challenge with that vision is what's going to happen on the next day. Once you wake up, once you see the circumstances around you, you're going to have a choice. Do I want to walk by sights and see all the roadblocks that I have from getting into that vision or do i want to remember the vision and i'm going to start walking no matter what let it be one step at a day a little step at a time but i'm going to walk towards that vision and understand that one god's calling me and he's giving a vision he's calling for something new in my life vision disrupts the presence it's going to be the crash with the presence because it has to do with the future and god's calling us to leave in the future and it says here and also one other point that i wrote about between sight and vision says sight shows what it is and vision reveals what it will be like i said sight limits you to the presence but vision is an invitation and releases the future over your life guys vision gives us courage Gives us boldness, vision. Gives us and allow us to be full of faith. Even Paul said. Also in Corinthians says, "Live not by sight, but by faith." That faith. It's the same roots. Is that vision? Is the vision of God for your life, working in and through you. I remember that even in my school, the school that I studied growing up, the school was called school of tomorrow and i know that some of the friend my friends back from other schools once i shifted to that school they were making fun oh you're going to study in the school of tomorrow but that's the reality god is calling us to leave in the future to have a vision be-, be beyond ourselves and i can say and i can attest that that school actually was a huge change in my life it was a christian school started by a church that I was part of in brazil and the school, I was saved at the school. In my first year of the school, I decided to ba- get baptized. We did a fast as a, a school. in the school they taught you every month one of the characters of Jesus Christ. We had to memorize a verse uh, in relation to that character in one of the fruits of the spirit as well. And it builds an excellence in me. And one of the values that the school has is like teaching you to be excellence, teaching you to achieve A's, teaching you to, and that school provided me even with an $8,000 scholarship for my university that also led me through another honor uh, scholarship at Liberty University where I was able to graduate with honors. So see, it was something back in the day when I was 13 years old, that was put inside of me in relation to my future, in relation of seeing the future. I wanna be the best. God is and always called us for the best, and He wants that for your life. So you gotta be trained. Train your eyes to have vision. Train your eyes to see in the future. Train your eyes for the things that your eyes, natural eyes cannot see. Walk with vision and not by sight. My hope and pray is that God really deposits a seed in you, in your life. This morning, as you're watching this. So number two, I want to give you another aspect of the vision of God. A vision is greater than you. God has always called you for something greater. Maybe you look at the circumstances around you today. You can have many, many, many excuses or why you're not walking to the full potential that God has for your life. Maybe the circumstances around you are your biggest excuses in the season. Maybe you have excuses even to why you're not part of a team right now in the house, why you're not collaborating, why you're not giving off your talents, of your time, of your treasure to the house of God. Yes, we can always find and look at a situation and say, yeah, maybe that's not the, the most ideal. Maybe the venue that we are in right now, it's not the most ideal. Maybe we've missed the days of overflow. It was a nicer venue. Maybe we the the chairs at Cineplex are not as comfortable. Actually, they are. But maybe the venue is not as clean as we would like it to be. Or maybe it's not as close to my house as I wanted it to be close for you know this week actually on monday we completed being five years here in canada but before we came here part of our journey we got married in march 2016 and god called us to move to new Haven, east haven connecticut and once we moved there and we stayed for about a year and four months god called us to be part of a church that wasn't the closest to our house we had to drive over an hour around an hour to get to church every sunday it wasn't one like, and we had great churches also, other great churches in the city that we had references, people that knew our pastors, but God called us to be part of this church called Legacy Church. And maybe at the moment, uh, we couldn't probably understand why, but I was able to be there. And they also, little did I know, but they were also a mobile church. They met at a hotel. I said, oh, that's cool. Church at a hotel. That sounds like fun. And then they t- transitioned themselves to a school an auditorium at a school, and they were that mobile church. And I was able to be able to be part of the teardown team for a while. And also my wife was serving it with kids. And God was preparing us because a year and six months, a year and four months after we made that transition to Canada to be part of kingdom culture that used to have a building and it was walking in the first years of that mobile journey. And you guys being through 14 venues, we have been through 14 venues. My wife and I probably experienced four or five of these venues, but God was preparing us. I want to say that vision has nothing to do with your personal preference. Yes, there are things that are going to be around and God knows the desires that of your hearts, but A vision has no distance, no preferences. It's not maybe the most comfortable thing of God in your life. It goes beyond you. And God is inviting you. If you feel like God called you for KC, then let's jump on this boat. Let's work together. Because I believe that God has amazing things for kingdom culture that goes beyond what our eyes can see i know that we have a building i know that the building is coming but let's not god doesn't want us to waste this time for nothing no he's playing he's putting things inside of us he's building things inside of us he's restoring eyes to see so that one day once we have a building We are reminded of our journey mobile. We are not complaining. We remember and we build that that walk and that journey with God. And we see the families growing and we see all the challenges of today. Having a lean team, start believing and start acting today. How can I be a part? How can I embrace this vision if this is what God is calling you? It's important that you know that God is calling you to be part of Kingdom Culture or any other church. The question is, is not about whether KC is the most convenient place for you to serve. No, the question is never about that. It's the question, is it connected for the vision of God for your life? One other thing that I wrote down that I love is that there is no healthy community without personal sacrifice. There is no fast food church. Guys, if you want to have depth, there is a level that involves personal sacrifice. It's not always going to be easy. But having a vision makes you be pulled and thinking about the next and the forward generations. A friend of mine was talking about and telling me about butterfly migration. I'm not the most interested in all these kind of things, but anyways i was hearing he's sharing of uh butterflies that were coming from california to northern canada and it says and he was telling him that it takes four generation of butterflies for them to come all the way from california to northern canada and they go through the same cycle the the same cycle of a butterfly of coming up out of the cocoon, coming out and becoming a butterfly and then goes through a cycle, Go, comes a generation, comes another, because a vision that God has for you is greater than you, is greater than this generation, is greater than what your eyes can see. I believe that God is, his vision for you is of course the expansion and the extraordinary kingdom of God for your life. My last point in of vision is that vision creates unity. If we want to build the kingdom, if we want to walk in that, we got to walk in unity. That was the prayer that Jesus prayed. And you can see that prayer in John chapter 17, that we and the Father are one for that unity. Because God knows how powerful it is when vision gets together with unity. Nothing can be stopped. Nothing is impossible. And look at this report that happens in Genesis 11 of the Tower of Babel. Even though this was a a bad intent of the people's heart, look at what God says in Genesis uh, 11 here. But the Lord came down to look at the city and tower the people were building and said, look, he says, the people are united and they all speak the same language. After this, nothing they set out to do Will be impossible for them. Of course, the problem here was just the source of the vision, but with unity, with the same language, with the same collaboration. There's nothing impossible for us. There's nothing that can stop us from expanding the kingdom of God in this city, in this region, and you play such a part with us. It's not me, it's not only Pastor Sean, it's not that nobody, it's it's us together. The same Holy Spirit that's inside of me lives inside of you. It's in in that same Spirit, Holy Spirit, that's in your kids, in your children, in the older. No matter your age, no matter the, the time and point in life that you are in, God is calling you. He's depositing a seed of vision in your life that we if we all played our parts in this season, if we walk in unity, if we believe together, if we partner our faith, like Pastor Sean, like we did on the the miracle offering, if we're partnering our faith, if we're partnering our giving, if we're giving our all to Him that deserves the best, we shall see the kingdom of God move in a powerful way. And I want to walk towards the vision, the full potential, the words that God called into my life more than ever. I want to walk into that reality. Another aspect of vision that is very interesting, and talks about creating unity. Love unites people, but vision causes them to remain together and united. I love that because just this week I heard a very sad report of a friend of mine in Brazil that is going through a divorce. And if you look at the word divorce, the div, the, the root of the word is division. Divorce, two visions. Two visions separate people. If we walk into two visions, there's not unity anymore. That's why it's so important to have one vision. And I pray that in this morning, we can receive God's vision. That if you're called to be part of this church, or whatever you're called to be and serve, in the kingdom of God, that you may flourish, that you may give your best, that you may be involved a hundred percent, that you may walk into your full potential. That's the desire of my heart for you. That has been the prayer and the shift of God that I want to see in this season in my life. I want to be walking to my full potential. That word that Pastor Sean said, I want to be at the hundredfold. I want to be in the full potential. I want my walk with God to the, go to the next level. I wanted my prayer life to go to the next level because I know that the division that God has for my life is bigger than myself. It's it's bigger. It's, it's for a city. It's for a world transformation. It is to impact the nations. And when I was 15, I knew that God put the nations inside my heart. And today to see my family uh, serving the nations is such a Uh, An honor, I feel so privileged. Like this week really marks five years of us in Canada. And I want to pray for you that you walk in the center of your vision. And I believe that with vision comes courage. With courage that God is putting into your hearts. I want to pray for you this morning. Would you receive? Who wants vision? Put it in the chat if you want to receive this morning. And I believe that God is touching lives this morning. Because He called you for the extraordinary. You are not called for the ordinary. You are called to turn the world upside down. Let's pray. Jesus, thank you for calling us. Thank you for all the things that you have prepared for us. Things that eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, and have never penetrated into the heart of God. But I also ask that Holy Spirit may begin to reveal vision for the people that are watching right now. Open up our eyes to see, Father, the full potential, because those are the things, Father. So I just declare and stretch this morning, Father, that Holy Spirit may enter the, the houses, Father, the living rooms, the bedrooms, Father, the cars of the people watching this message, that they may receive the power of, of God, the courage they need to walk into the vision that you called for their lives. And if they had no clue of a vision, I want to remind them this morning, and I want to speak to them that they are called, that you want them to succeed, that you want them to walk in the extraordinary, that you want them, and you called us to multiply in Jesus' name. Hey, if you're watching this message, you don't know why you landed on this channel. You heard me speak this different accent. Yeah, I'm from Brazil. But I believe that Jesus is speaking with you this morning. And maybe you never opened your eyes to a reality that Jesus can give you new life. I believe that God is calling and Jesus is calling you for a life of relationship, to put that vision inside of your hearts. And if you simply respond with your uh, yes, If you give him your yes, you're walking into new life, into eternal life, a life of relationship with your creator. There is no better decision that you can have than this. If this is you, repeat this quick prayer after me saying, Lord Jesus, thank you for what you're doing. I say yes to you. I accept you into my heart. I recognize that I'm a sinful man. And I accept your forgiveness. Thank you for dying on the cross for me, and giving me eternal eternal life. Thank you for giving me new hope. I say yes to you today and every day moving forward. Amen. Hey and Culture, thank you so much for sticking and being with us here this morning. If you made a decision. It's important that you write to us, say We want to celebrate with you. We want to send resources your way. We want to plug you into the house. Love you guys. Thank you for tuning in this morning. This is it for our broadcast for this morning. Hope and encourage that you can come in person if you're not too far from Cineplex. And love you guys. Have an amazing, amazing week. This was such a privilege to be able to speak and to stay this morning with you guys. Love you all. Bye.